This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and you are tuned in to the Black Married and Debt-Free Podcast. My wife, Shire, and I were able to eliminate six figures worth of debt, and we're all about empowering others to do the same. We hope you enjoyed this episode. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Why are you dragging your words? <laughs> you sound like a game show host. <laughs> well, Shire, this is a very unique episode, and why is that? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. We have, we're approaching 100 episodes. Uh, I think we're about, this is probably episode 94. Uh, don't quote me on that. But Shire, we are running out of things to talk about. Well, there's always a lot of things to talk about, but for today, we can't think of anything, right? Well, I think we had a couple of ideas that we are brewing on. I just don't know what will be. Yeah, I just don't know either. So we just like our entire platform was birthed on kind of just turning pressing record and going that's what we're doing here for this episode so Sarah, just let me ask you a few questions first of all how how are you doing how is your day today it's going great how about you it's going okay um i do have to work later today you are currently working from home but taking a bit of a break bit of break yes so um i mean life is going Actually, Sha, I was talking to you about this the other day. With everything that's happening in our in the world, you know, society, we got the pandemic going, everything. I find I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of guilt. Why? Because things are going well for me and for my family and for people who are in proximity to me. And when I watch the news, which I love to do, uh, side note, I love the news. I see nothing but bad things happening to everyone. It's the news. If you want to feel good about yourself, watch, watch the, the news. news. <laughs> Why is that, though? You know what I mean? Well, I think that you have some limiting beliefs that you need to work through. I think some of that comes from your upbringing. I know when I met you, you told me a phrase that you heard from a preacher, and it was like, if you're not going through something, thank the Lord, because... Yeah, yeah. What was it? I don't uh, even remember. You're either one of three things. You're either going through a trial, coming out of a trial, or getting ready to go into one. So it's like you're never at a peaceful place. Oh, my goodness. I still remember that you told me that all these years later. Um, yeah. But I think that you don't, there's no need to feel bad if you're in a good season. Like, yeah. be happy about that. And if yeah. you're not in a good season, goes back to that phrase you were just saying, you know, don't lose hope because soon you'll be on the coming out of it right. side. Um, yeah, that's but a good... I don't think that's the reason to feel bad. Maybe yeah. that's a sign or an indication that you're watching too much news. That could be. That could be. And Shire, I mean, me and you have talked about this. Let's, let's let people into the, since, since we started this dialogue, let's let people into the bedroom here. Or not the bedroom, but just into our secret place. Sometimes me and you talk about this platform and we talk about not wanting to be those people or that person that seems to be braggadocious or seems to be 
you know, we didn't create this platform and share our wins just to get kudos, right? Or just to rub it in people's face. And there's a thin line there between uh, presenting positive financial images and, and, and financial education. And in that, you have to say, hey, I'm doing well but then not wanting to brag, right? Can you talk a little bit about that thin line that we see some people, uh, you know, maybe blur a little bit more than others? In, in many ways, yeah. And sorry to over talk you, but in many ways we're, we're average people. Yes. You know, we work regular old middle-class jobs, mm-hmm. um, but we are using our resources in a way that we hope will build wealth over time so it's not that either one of us has a grandiose job or we're making you know yeah money off you know black mary debt free um so i don't even what what would i brag about i mean that's just kind of how i i look at it but some people are are braggadocious that's that's kind of my opinion when they talk about oh i invested x amount and i did you know well I think that sometimes their intentions are good. Right. Um, but I don't care about how much you invested in your 401k. That's none of my business. Yeah. That ain't none of my money. <laughs> I mean, are you going to, you know, are you going to be giving it out, you know? So yeah. I, I don't, what does it profit you to be braggadocious? Right. I, I don't, I don't get it. We share a lot of our financial information. information. I will say that, but it's never to be braggadocious yeah um but i don't know i mean but i'm i am biased yeah so it's it's you know you can think a certain way but you would really you need someone to hold up the mirror for you and unless you have someone holding up the mirror for you it's kind of hard to have perspective sometimes yeah that's that's a good point shy so i mean how do you feel about do do you ever feel and we talk about this off mic a lot Do you ever feel like you share too much with our listeners and with our public or because I'm going to be honest with, with everyone out there, this me and Shire, we always discussed it. This platform, we didn't even know it was going to be a quote unquote platform. I don't even like using that word, but we were just, we had no plan. That's a problem for me. And Shire is definitely a planner. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we don't even have to get into that. Right. But like this podcast right now is is literally poking her with a needle because we didn't plan it out. <laughs> so that's the type of our charge. But sorry, do you think back to my question? Do you think we you ever feel like, man, this has gotten to the point where I'm sharing more than I ever intended to? Or do you ever feel like you, you overshare with with our listeners and with what we do here? Well, th- this is something that I think that's a great question. But the point of this platform is not to share about what we're doing. Who cares about what we're doing? It's about coming up and sharing information and content that's valuable to the folks that engage us. So who cares? You know, that's I'm starting to feel that way. But there I think there is pressure among influencers to share more and more and more of their personal lives. Yes. And sometimes people will do things that they wouldn't ordinarily do because you want to get likes, you want attention. The other side of the coin is this, is how do you stay balanced? How do you stay balanced? And I don't think that's just a question for us, but I think that is a question just for anyone with a social media account. 
um, anyone who is who wants to grow their following, whether it's for a business or another reason. But, you know, how do you stay balanced and stay true to yourself and not fall into the trap of I'm doing this because I want people to like what I'm doing. I want to just grow my audience. I'm trying to be, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that's a very thin line, Shire. You, you are true. And that's why you always highlight the need for a plan and the need for, okay, what are we projecting this to be? Because if not, you can just lose your way. And then it, it will become all about the analytics and the likes and the how many downloads did we get this week? And you know what I mean? And so uh, I think you're raising a good point. So, right. And I want to say this. You want your legacy to be bigger and more impactful than an an Instagram box and a collage of pictures. Right. You know, so, I mean, you have to think about that. I'm more than just a collage of pictures. Uh, The collage of pictures show the best of me. I got my makeup done that day. I had some extensions in my hair that day. You know, that's not my legacy. Right. You know, so, yeah, as a platform and then as individuals... You know, it just comes down to being purposeful, planning. How are you preparing for your legacy? And then you also want to be mindful of the message that you are projecting to the world. Right. Now, let's talk about something that we've talked about also off camera. I'm bringing everybody, I'm bringing y'all all the tea on this episode. We talk about the comparison and the, the FOMO and fear of missing out so-and-so is doing this and I feel less than because I'm not now even I wrestle with that Shire so I know I'm not even going to ask who you are on the other end of this podcast but I know you deal with similar things what could we say to someone who hears what others are doing and immediately think less of their situation or start to compare where they are Uh, because the social media does that and even good spaces in social media like personal finance you can still pull up some of that and be like oh man see well they've they're investing more than i am they invested more than i did this year man they're earning more than i am i just and you start to compare and you know what i mean so i use your coaching skills to coach someone through well someone i can't through i'm not coaching <laughs> i think you know this is not a coaching situation but you know Comparison is the ultimate self-sabotage. Can you say that one more time, Shire? Comparison is the ultimate self-sabotage. And when I say it again, I'm not saying it for listeners. I'm saying it for me. Uh, It's deep. You know? um, I mean, it is. Yeah. It is. I mean, I think that there's a lot of positive people in personal, the personal finance realm, that self-help realm um, but you know you want to use it for good of course but I don't know I think it's hard to go through life and not compare yourself to those around you or to the those in this virtual world I mean let's just be real about Instagram it's on your cell phone yeah I mean it's it's not real life um, you can connect to real people you can learn some really great things but do you remember the pictures you saw last week? No. 
I mean, what about yesterday? No. You know, so a lot of it is forgettable. Yes. So, you know, so. That's big. Let's not. Yeah. So, I mean, in, as far as comparison, it's, it's tough to find that balance, right? We all want to level up. We all want to be our best self. I mean, yeah. we all want, you know, to, to do more. And there's another level with your name on it, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I think those quotes are, are great and helpful and can be motivational, can help you get through your day. Um, but it's sometimes hard to live a quote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. And, and look, Shire, you said something very profound. Uh, comparison is the ultimate self-sabotage. And when you think comparison, you automatically think I'm sabotaging myself because I see person X doing this and I'm not doing it, so I feel bad, right? But what about person Y who's doing l- less than you, right? And then you feel better. You you feel a faux success because, well, at least I'm not them. Exactly. And then now you're handicapping your growth because, well, at least I'm not so-and-so, man. I compare myself to, to you know, that person and we I'm always, doing better than them. Exactly. I mean, there's always that uncle or that cousin or, you know, that sibling or whoever. Yeah. Um, and what does it matter? What does it matter? So what should be our motivation, Shire, for whatever we're trying to do? That person out there that's, what, what, what should be their motivation? What, what should they do, you know? Um, well, I think your motivation is self-defined mm. and that that's why a lot of people go to, well, what's your why? Yeah. You know, I, I think I'm not going to go. Well, let's go wherever you're trying to go. Let's go. Shire. Well, okay. So I think motivation is really tricky. I like that. You know, um, a part of motivation for me is accountability. I'm not motivated to post or to, um, go for a walk or to do certain things if no one is holding me accountable if i don't have a tribe if i don't have a coach if i don't have like if i don't do it there will be no consequence therefore Uh, you know i might not get done the thing that i know that i should do you're like that shire because going back to when you were in school you would not that you're a procrastinator because you could have easily knocked it out but you needed that pressure you needed that. I have to do it by this. Is do it midnight to get, almost to get your best quality work out. Who knows if it was my best? I won't know, right? <laughs> right, we would never but, know. But um, but then it's like my classmates. Well, if my classmates are are like I'm about to say suffering, <laughs> if they're doing it, you know, then of course I can. And many times, you know, like I went, went through a master's program as you know the only black person in the program. There was another uh, young lady who was who was black and she dropped out. And I said, uh oh, I can't drop out because then they'll say all the black people quit. And so uh, I felt this pressure to to be there, to show up, to contribute, and to do well. Um, and I had a great cohort too, but yeah. um, but I don't know. So I think motivation is really tricky, and I think what will motivate you is different from person to person. But it definitely yeah. helps when you have someone um, who is providing you a level of accountability. Well, you know, I might be an accountability guy too because. Uh as we've shared chronicle on this story, I really was I did, not a, much of a self-starter, not much of a self-motivated person uh, growing up and then going, creeping into my adult years. And then early on in my adult years, of course, I got with you. And then you were that 
kind of accountability that I needed to really be like, okay, well, I, I can't just live in a studio apartment and have a, what was my first car? My little hatchback car. I need a little something more than that. I didn't hold you accountable to provide anything more than what you were providing at that time. I think you didn't do it verbally, but it's like I knew within myself you have another person that's kind of counting on you. You know what I mean? You need to do more, you know? So, yeah, you didn't press. It was like, not like pressure is what I mean, but it was like that accountability that, okay, I need to this isn't enough you know what i'm saying whereas for me maybe this isn't enough. it's funny i heard this comedian say it's like men all men need to do is like survive you know live enough to survive like we don't care what we come back to as long as it houses our our things but with women it's like you know well come on this 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 you ain't gonna clean up you know and then we feel that even if y'all don't say it we know okay i gotta do a little bit better because she's gonna be she, she looking at me crazy even anybody that you're doing life with, they're going to be like, this is how you live it. So that little motivation has helped. But, uh, okay, the motivation of marriage. Yeah. It's the motivation of marriage and kids. And when you have kids, they're going to be looking at, well, my dad lived life like this and this is how I lived, you know? So you're like, Oh no, I want to be this great example that they'll be like, well, my dad did this. Cause oftentimes, like you always say, Shire, you're going to, some people shoot higher than their parents, but a lot of times people level up with their parents. So if knowing that, I don't want to be, you know, barely scraping by. And then my son grows up to barely scrape by. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, I don't know anyone's parents, so I can't make any generalized statements. Um, yeah. But in general, in general, we want the parents want their kids to do better right. than what they've done. Yeah. But back to motivation, I mean, it sounds like you're talking about the motivation of marriage, and maybe this is something that men feel. Yeah. Any man worth the salt, I think, will feel that way. Like, okay, I got to I gotta do better. I mean. Well, why couldn't you do better before the marriage? Because before, that was good enough for me. But now that I'm partnering and doing life with another person, you have to take into account their what they, their likes and dislikes like I can no longer just get this car because this is the type of car I like well now you have to you have a partner so you're like well what, what kind of car do you like or what kind of food do you like I can no longer just eat McDonald's every day because what if you what if you're not a McDonald's fan? what if you like Burger King oh lord you know I so think now that we gotta is, find that happy medium okay but I think this is really interesting because you sound like from what you're saying you got married and there are things about me that changed but that cannot be the rule, and it can't be the expectation. Right. From a woman's point of view, I wouldn't marry someone and expect them to level up and, you know, become this new person who's going to provide me with even greater thing. You know, I yeah. just I don't know if that's is that a realistic expectation for women that when they get married, their husband will, you know, wake up the next day and want to level up for them. I mean, no, no. And like I said, on the front end, you didn't apply any pressure. You were just like just being there. Well, I think there were times that I did apply pressure. But over time, I learned that you were going to do the things that you wanted to do. Yeah. Not the things that I necessarily suggested or I thought you should do because we married so young. Yeah. So we were married at 21. Um, so I just I just 
learn to back up off those things. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. And if you would have <laughs> taken my advice, I mean, who knows how different our life would be, but... Ashai, would you say that you started to see maybe not the results you wanted, but you started to see improvements when you kind of chilled? I didn't see no improvement. I just... I. I didn't see it. Well, I'm still trash, y'all. No, 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 no. That's no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that. Okay, I feel like. Okay, this is gonna be weird for me to verbalize. Okay. So we got married. I thought that you would, you know, we would both be going to school together. Yeah. I think that was a big one for me. I don't know and I. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's where I met you. Um, so I thought that that would be your version of, you know, level up, but I, I don't know, Marcus. Yeah. I, I mean, how you talk right now, it's like, I was motivated, but you just had, you just took a different approach to, sorry, sorry guys. I think the Amazon truck is here. It's like the ice cream truck, you know? Uh, but this without music, but adults get excited. So we just saw somebody walk past the window and we got a little excited. Sorry, okay. I'm so sorry. Okay. So I didn't know if it was, I don't know if it was a truck or not. <laughs> it's like who come, who, who rolling up to my house? Right. Who know where I live? <laughs> um. So anyway, okay. So I just, okay. So it sounded like you just took a different approach to accomplish what you wanted to accomplish. Yes. And I'm, it's still a work in progress. I think I'm getting to where I I want to be in life slowly but surely but yeah I'm definitely not taking the conventional route route like it's funny when my brother came over um, you know my brother knew a different market right so this market that you hear and we have that has this podcast and we talk about money this is still a relatively new market so he's just like man so what how'd you guys get started in it and he was like because 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 I mean this wasn't you you know this is not the markets that I remember <laughs> To be excited about something that's not sports or music is not really normal to my family. So it was just like he wanted to know the backstory. Like, what's all this about? You know? So, yeah, I definitely took a different route. And uh, you can do the same. You Ooh. can take it. The listener. They don't have to take a different route. <laughs> I know. But uh, anyway, any other thoughts, Shire? Any, anything else? I mean, this is just kind of a, a Marcus and Shire conversation podcast, right? Like, we just this is just stuff we talk about. And we always say, we should make this into a podcast. And we never do. And we never do. Yeah. But, uh, I yeah. don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of stuck on your need to level up mentality. Cause I don't think that ever surfaced in a conversation or. Yeah. I mean, it just I, happens over time. I mean, Shira, financially, where we were, we tell the story often. It was just, we were just getting by. It was never, ever a conversation of, hey, do you think one day we'll retire? It was never, there was a period in our marriage when there was no thought about that. It was just, I'm going to work, I'm coming home from work. I'm going to work, I'm coming home from work. It was never a thought towards, hey, what do we think we're going to be doing 15, 20 years from now? We were just kind of just getting by. So I think as time went on, I started to think, well, okay, if we just keep going, getting by, we're not going to really get anywhere. I guess I better listen to this podcast on finance or I better start. We got to start thinking about this or, you know what I mean? So I just think this is so odd. And yeah. it's, I'm, I think that we 
are in a good place but shouldn't couples have this type of conversation before they yes. get married yes and yes and I, what would that conversation look like and you know as a woman like how you know how could a woman you know how could the lady in that situation approach such as i think it's more sensitive for males mm -hmm. how could they even start to have that conversation without being seen like too pushy yeah. like hey what's your five-year plan we're we going to be in 15 years if you don't have a 15-year plan you know well here's the cool thing shire me and you married so young that I don't think any of us was even, I don't even think you were mature enough to really know to ask those things. I wasn't mature enough to really know to to provide you with a manifesto of this is where I see the Murray family. We just literally were in puppy love and loved each other and was just like, well, we know that. We don't know anything else, but we'll figure out the rest as we go. Well, and can it's I been be fun. honest? It's been well, real. I, but I'm I, leaving. No, I'm oh, oh, stop. <laughs> it's been okay. real. Okay. But I had, this is how I looked at it in my 21 year old self. I looked at your family. Wow. And your family was doing well. Like your parents, they had a nice home and, you know, your relatives. You figured he'd be, he'd be decent. You're, you know, so you came from like a really good family and, you know. He's got some prospects. So I felt that because your family was doing okay, that you would find your way. Right. And that we would be okay too so i looked beyond you and i looked at your family wow that's a good strategy i'm not saying that was a strategy i'm not saying that that is even the right thing to do because i got folks in my family i want you looking at right you know so i don't know that that is even good advice but i'm just saying that that is what i did yeah when i was younger that's pretty cool when i thought about who you would grow into grow to be you know, if he got decent family around him, he's not going to grow up and be some fool. You know, he'll, he'll at least, he'll figure it out. It may take him a while or something, but worst case, you know, he'll, he'll be in a nice little pocket. I mean, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's, that's a good strategy. So let's go here, Shire. When people are getting married later, which we've talked about that, I think uh, that innocence part where you can just kind of just learn it together and think, well, you know what, he's, He's got good roots. She's got good roots. We'll figure it out. Uh, you kind of lose that because when you're older, now I got to see some receipts. You've had X amount of time. How old are you? 20-something? 30-something? Hey, you, I need you what to- What you have to show for it. Yeah, you need to show me something. You know, and it's like a lot of times, if you leave a man, like I said, if you leave, if you would have left 21-year-old Marcus to figure out 21 through 35 without marriage and responsibility and stuff, Still might be living in that uh, studio apartment I was living in, and been because I would have been fine with that. Uh -huh. So, and that's not every man, but that's many men. So, what do you think about people who like wait to get married? You know, because then when you get married, you you're expecting more when you get married late. What do you think about that? I don't know. I can't Is even. Is that pretend, a true statement? I can't even pretend to know. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're in our mid-30s yeah and so if you came to me with that 21 year old package there wouldn't have been much to say you know, no amount of good family could have could have done it huh no. you'd have been like uh-uh sorry brother no um but I, I mean it's definitely challenging it's it's challenging now to date and be single and to navigate singlehood 
it's it is a challenge yeah i'm gonna say this too before we get out of here go on and stay together you, you know what i'm saying go on and make it work figure it out i know that you might want to do this and the other might want to do that but just try to figure it out and don't you know because you know sorry we we don't talk about it but we figure it out what have you had to figure out well, we, we haven't had super issues, right? But, you know, we've had some growing pains, if you will. And we still may have more growing pains in the future. But what do we do? We figure it out. Because to just break it up and expect that there's going to be something better, I don't think I'll be able to find another Shira. Well, you won't. Yeah, you won't be able to find another Marcus. I'm sorry. I'm just, there's just one. One of one. And I think if each person knows that about the other... Well, You'll be like, on. you know what? It might be better for me to work through this. Now, I know some things you just won't be able to work through. We're not going to dibble and dabble I, into all of that. But Okay, but I think that... I, but just like that, bumping head, little mini stuff. I know, but I think that phrase is kind of dangerous. Okay. I think, it, it, I think it's dangerous it for a spouse to say, you'll never get anyone else. You'll never get anyone like me. No, I'm not saying you... I, I was saying that facetiously, but... I know, but... Yeah, and I think, I mean, I know, like, when you say, like, I totally know what you mean, but I think that. Shouldn't weaponize it. Yeah, don't weaponize it. Just appreciate that person. Yeah. And appreciate each other. And mm-hmm. and you did do that because you said, you know, both, it goes both ways. Yeah. But. Yeah. Okay. Work it on out, you know. Work it on out. And I don't know why I felt the need, felt led to say that. Work, yeah, work it out. And <laughs> marriage is not, it's not easy. No. It's not it's not easy, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, guys, I mean, that was 30 minutes of me and Shire just kind of rambling Oh, on. my goodness. Has it been that long? Yeah, it's been, it's been a minute. So, welcome into uh, some of our conversations. I will say this. Let us know in the comment section of whatever platform you're watching this on. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. You know, you kind of have a... Um, idea of what we do here what do you want to hear more about because we won't know unless you tell us if you don't tell us we're kind of just guessing taking our best guess yeah but this is good yeah. you know yeah absolutely good for one episode yep. Shire any final words well I guess I have to have a final word I guess you know I would just say sometimes in life you just have to just go with the flow and get the lesson get the message um and just go with it yep. i definitely agree with that shire and uh there's nothing else to be said so hope you enjoyed this episode and for black married at free this is marcus and i'm here with my lovely wife shira and we'll talk to y'all later peace Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and rate this particular podcast on whatever platform you're streaming this. Rate this five stars. Write great reviews. Anything that you can do to help us, we really, truly appreciate it. All right? It's been a great season, and we'll see you guys on season two of the Black Mary and Death Free Podcast. Peace.